There comes a moment when you've exhausted all your options while simultaneously coming across a product that reinvents your notion about what an honest and high quality company looks like. The Healing Rose was the catalyst to that very moment for me. The Healing Rose Company is a female-owned Massachusetts CBD company based out of Newburyport that prides themselves in using only the best USDA-certified organically sourced ingredients for their vast line of therapeutic products. Their line stretches from lip balms, tinctures, skin balms, roll-on oils, and bath products. Their transparency places them above the rest with third-party tested results showcasing their intolerance to toxic pesticides, solvents, metals, and harmful elements. They provide full-spectrum CBD in many of their products, excluding their tinctures, which carry a broad-spectrum profile, ideal for not having to worry about any low-level THC, which is common for many CBD products. That one's my favorite, and it's good on the palate. Full-spectrum means that they extract from the hemp plant an array of different therapeutic cannabinoids along with CBD and their profile terpenes. The combination results in a greater outcome of healing and relaxation for any individual's needs. Whether you are an athlete looking for any recovery advantage, a patient in need of some relief to remind yourself that you are still a warrior, or someone who sees the frontiers of life with a little reserve and want to calm the mental storms that keep you from personally exploring, the Healing Rose CBD Company is here for your full body and mind optimization. Please visit thehealingroseco.com to explore their diverse line of products and support one of New England's best rising stars in an industry where ethics are fundamental and a company like this will only be found sitting at the throne of it all. Use the code SAGAS, S-A-G-A-S, for 10% off your purchase. Again, visit thehealingroseco.com and use the promo code SAGAS at checkout for 10% off your purchase. To the many martial artists, entrepreneurs, dreamers, and thinkers, how often, for your own sake, would you love a symbolic reminder of your mentality and the perfect dichotomy to match? Murder Nerd is an independent clothing apparel line that represents the sharp, relentless focus towards personal growth and athletics. It embodies the vitality of their creative owners and the network of people who run on the same frequency. Why not elevate your frequency in comfort and style? Visit www.MurderNerdsFitness.com for their personal line of shirt and hat wear. Enter the promo code SAGAS, S-A-G-A-S, for 10% off your purchase. Again, visit MurderNerdsFitness.com and enter the promo code SAGAS for 10% off your purchase. here we are let's get into this ding 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 turn it on ding 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 i should have done this before i'm so sorry oh my goodness i'm sorry last time okay all right let's see picking me up yeah all right let's get into this quickly and right away i don't um I gotta preface this because I've been trying hard to avoid letting 
certain ideas and certain um, reactions kind of dominate some of these episodes. But I, I think I'm coming to a place where I feel that I have a responsibility to myself to try to explore some of these gut reactions in the best way that I can because they are full of landmines. And the more I try to avoid this, the more, I guess just, it, the more it just really bothers me. It just really bothers me and I feel like I, I, I try to give it a good amount of thought so that, so that there's an equal imbalance outcome to what my opinion is about it. Um, so let's see, where are we at? What the hell's today? We are post-election, right? So yes, you're probably not going to hear this for a while. And I have no idea what's going to, where we're going to be at election-wise by the time this comes out. But we, Biden has won. And... I'm still confused because he's won, but the media has declared that he's won. But somehow we're still counting votes and then all this legal stuff that I don't totally understand about voter fraud and, and this and that. And some states are perpetuating the idea that there's fraud and some other states aren't. So, you know, it's a mixed bag. So just like anything else, you know, we have we we have truth spouting from two from two sides and the truth is very different so so now we're you know we're post election and people are happy obviously people are frustrated most of the frustration comes from just the idea i guess other than like that Trump has lost the idea of the election being rigged, right? And I think, I, I would assume that every election there's always going to be an amount of people that think that. And every election, when it's this big, there's always going to be a certain small amount of logistical hiccups that really, that I guess by the nature of how big, it, big an election is, it's going to happen. But that doesn't mean that those hiccups were kind of engineered with like uh, ill intent. You know, but, you know, everybody's frustrated about that, but people are happy because it's going to, you know, obviously the, the president, we're getting a new president, so this old ha asshole is gone. And representation is a very big deal. And I think representation is a big deal in everything. Whether it's movies and shows and magazines and all of these things. Like everybody of, from every walk of life should be able to see themselves in, in the like, kind of like the social constructs that they see around them. You know, the social... Um, environment that they live in 
they should be able to see a representation of themselves and all of that you know and in this election this is you get this because the vice president is the first um what is a south asian african-american vice president and you know Biden is much more of a statesman, so that representation is good because there's an even keeledness to him. Um, the off-the-cuff kind of uh, rhetoric that's been going on has not been helpful to a lot of people. You can agree to like that. You can not like that. That's your prerogative for whatever reason. You know, so people are happy about that and that's that's huge and let's see so my big thing that i'm observing a lot lately and i know i've touched on this and i know that i'm sure this might come off annoying because listen i lean left on a lot of things and I lean right on a few things and I don't understand how they don't intertwine into like a good like a good um, a good mesh of just I don't know beliefs morality I don't know but let's see where the hell is that god this is getting hot already do we like, there is, there's something going on where, as Biden wins, I'm seeing a lot of, I'm seeing a lot of just bad representation of the the populace that actually are Democrats. And what I mean by that is in their victory, there's there's no like there's no humble win. And yes, we can say that if the right one They'd be rubbing it in people's faces and this and that, but it's just weird the degree to how much th the ways in which the fighting actually happens. There's very different tactics between demonizing both sides. And it's strange because you can't, it doesn't seem like you can question the left, right? It's easy to question the right because on an extreme end, it's very scary. It's very dangerous. It's, it's nationalism. It's racism. It's all of these kind of like caricatures of just ignorant ideas, right? And as much as I subscribe to the idea of the left, a very heavy-handed extreme side of the left, I think is harder to 
uncover and and it's I think it's even harder for they themselves to understand it because they're on a momentum of this idea of goodwill and righteousness right so like how could you ever put any brakes on that kind of momentum right like this is the right way to think this is the right thing to do so like here's a perfect example okay i'm just going to get right to this so what i'm seeing lately is this thing that i don't understand how people don't realize that they're doing this and what I'm seeing is this kind of thing that I, I, I'm I'm seeing people, people that I know, people that are professionals, people that have high standings in academia, people with degrees, people that work in social work and therapy work, people that I, that I love and respect. And it's very strange that that the the zooming out of an idea stops at some point with them because i assume that because of where they are in their life they've been able to kind of cross every t dot every i and understand all of these different bridges that connect so many different ideas right and i'm seeing these people very specific example, they're rotating around these ideas and these like uh, articles, right? Articles, videos, and even just in talk, I hear this in talk, where we're pathologizing the, like the Republican mind, or more specifically, the pathologizing the what do you call it? The trumpeteers, the, the, the Trumpism, right? Pathologizing Trumpism. And by pathologizing, I mean just like breaking down clinical subsections of psychology and attributing these things to the physical mind of, of somebody who voted for Trump, right? So for one, I'm like, well, doesn't that, if you say, if you say that, doesn't that compromise your ability to like work with people? Because in the end, what you're saying out of all of these things in this pathologizing of it, like, like it's pretty much saying that they're just too dumb to know how they're thinking. And I'm seeing this so often that it does start to bother me because it just gives me this air of just this smug, elite way of looking at things that you're better than everyone, that you're better than all of these people. You're better than half of half of this country because of whatever, what, because you decided to vote for somebody else because of your life path, all of these things, like it's very convenient that you're intellectualizing people's stupidity, right? These people are just so 
cognitively stupid that they don't know the ideas of disinformation or the susceptibility to to all of these different opinions and ideas and i just find it very convenient that someone with these kind of academic standings and on this kind of higher mental ground that they themselves can just easily put out the idea of well this must actually be what's wrong with these people it's their mind their minds are broken right they have this section in there where it analyzes um, fear responses you know and like the size of the amygdala and as they study this they see that the 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 that connections synaptic connections and lights start to flash more in more republican minded people and i love that it's like i love that the when, when i read these things there's nothing to reference so i don't get to actually look at the clinical trial setting um you also don't get to see like the demographic of people that you're looking at right so if it's republicans that are doing this don't you think that maybe there's a chance that republican within the republican i guess party you're going to have more people that have served so people that have actually seen real violence and been under real threat that if you test them when they come home yeah they might have more flashes when you give them an image or a sound of something whether it's speech or or images of violence whatever because these people have witnessed this they knew they do know the realities and ramifications of these types of situations when a lot of these people that kind of want to um use this tactic to elevate themselves have most likely never seen violence never been into a fight don't know the traumas of even just being in a fist fight what that does to you how that unfortunately can make you judge people second second guess where you're going you know like the world can be dangerous it's not always dangerous but it can be dangerous and when it is the price that's paid can be the most can be the biggest price right so yeah you're going to have responses like that but they don't choose to include any of that i don't know any of these things but if you ex- exclude those things you can you can make your case a little better with how stupid these people are you know and it's like it's like what is it it's like a what like a gl- like a smug glib what is it phrenology right it's the old study of like the size and the shape of your skull and brain dictated your mental faculties right like what are we doing why are we talking like this you <laughs> to apply mental deficiencies to the way somebody votes like you're somebody that thrives on division then right i thought i i always thought that, that the left was a part of 
helping the community and helping people that were um, that aren't represented well at all, right? And that it used to be like the Workers' Party, and it holds all of these different like you know party schisms i guess like it goes into libertarianism and and um whatever a leftist is and then whatever like a progressive is you know all these things that seem to lean more towards elevating the social aspects of of a human but you know it's just strange that how how so many people subscribe to now wanting to dehumanize the other party. And that's the part that I, I think is the scariest part to me. Because you might think it's cute and that you want to have a little, a little revenge feather in the cap to be able to tweet out something or meme something that'll really get these, you know, it'll it'll really kind of like stick it to these bootlicker fucking boomers right whatever stupid fucking word we want to use these days and it's and it's like it's so dehumanizing and it's dehumanizing everybody like you're not just speci- you're, you're you you're talking in a way and giving out information in a way that doesn't narrow the scope to very specific people or very specific demographics of these people. We're just talking about everyone on the right. I'm like, you don't know enough people then. You don't know enough people. You're just surrounded by your own kind of circle jerk friends that all just kind of want to feel like you're the world's heroes and that you're on the right side of history without really sitting down and trying to understand another person or empathize for a person or maybe have the actual the realization that maybe we're all coming from the same place right no it's about taking away human qualities qualities that actually connect us and then spreading it towards everyone. You don't, you, like I said, you must not know a lot of people. I know plenty of people that are conservatives and they're conservatives in a way that like, you know, they're, they're like middle of the road, right-leaning people, you know? And these are very, very intelligent people. So how do you, how do these people read this article, right? And then how do these people feel when this article comes from someone that they know? Or that should be fucking smart enough to know how dehumanizing this is and where this actually goes, you know? The party of unity is engaging in a lot of divisive shit. Like... Yeah, no shit the president is divisive. So let's hate the president. But if we're going to start now going after everyone that wanted to vote right and turn them into some half-wit, degenerate, 
who has mental deficiencies, you're going to create something that I don't that that I don't think you meant to in being cute while getting your little moment of eye for an eye. Because that's what this is. It's a bunch of smart people wanting to kind of poke it, you know, feel good about themselves while, sh while, while, while basking in their victory and shedding on these people. And it's like, in the beginning, I was surprised. But I'm like, no, smart people can be very dumb sometimes. And I don't mean dumb. I mean short-sighted. Very, very short-sighted. You want to come together. You want to have peace. You want to show your children how we can get along. Show your kids when they get older the information that you're putting out there that says that half the people in this country are idiots, are neurologically stupid, right? trying to use this strange angle of science to kind of take away somebody's humanity in their beliefs, right? You're saying that these people's beliefs don't matter. You haven't even sat down with anybody to get a real idea of it. Okay, what'd you do? Get into an argument with one ignorant person, right? I think both sides. I've gotten into very weird, dumb conversations with both people. People from the left and people from the right. But it's not often. Most of the people I know are smart and empathetic and compassionate and would at least flirt with the idea of trying to know where the other people come from. The problem is that it's when you get on these social networks where you can just easily say whatever you want to say and all of a sudden it just becomes intoxicating to be able to kind of throw a jab at the party, right? Like, hate, hate the figurehead, hate the president. We can't start blanketing everybody under these ideas. Because it's like, okay, do all of these things in this article that fucking pathologizes Trumpism, which I can't fucking stand how we pathologize everything now anyways, but this, this biased political pseudoscience that we're trying to do to these people does this apply to the left? Because, like, I could hate you if you are on the left, if you voted for Obama. Well, why would you hate? Why would you hate them? Well, under the same way of thinking, I could say that that person has a mental deficiency because they're not bridging their vote to a person who has persecuted now newly declared patriots whistleblowers more than any other administration throwing them in jail running them out of the country when in the end these people have been shown to be correct 
and true and given up everything to let us know this information. But he's a good statesman, so we let it pass, right? We don't know how to call out wrong when it's wrong anymore. I can apply these, I could apply this same thinking, right? To hating this person because your vote reached a person who killed thousands of innocent people in one of the greatest drone wars we've ever had. Children, women, innocent men, all of these people. Should I hate you for that? Because this is what that person did, right? It's just like, it's... It's like in the end, if they do the same thing, but one is done behind the curtain and the other one has an obnoxious face, it's easier to just go after the obnoxious face, right? And no, obviously, I know that this president is a POS and he's done all of these different things. And he's tried to gut the lungs out of the earth by trying to get more uh, lumber contracts in Alaska. Like, he's done all of these things, all in the name of business, right? Who doesn't do things for business? Last I knew, the foundation of the Obama administration was actually fulfilled and carried through using Wall Street money, right? So does that, does that compromise the idea of, well, should we bail out these companies or are they really too big to fail, right? We, we, we don't think about that. But he's a good statesman and he's a good representation. So we will let it pass because he unifies us when he's in front of the camera, right? Every president is going to do this. It's okay to hold everybody to the fire. And we should. But the same thinking that we're putting onto these people, which is now going to make things much worse. Like if we have the ball right now, and let's say Biden wins, isn't it a responsibility of ours to hold all these people accountable now and to now be the example that we are supposed to be so that we can dampen that flame, right? You got scared of Trump creating the flame. You're about to put gasoline on it with the way that you're treating half of the country. Because the stereotype character that we're applying all of these stupid pseudo things to and memes and all of that shit to is a small demographic of people. And you're going to enrage the rest of the party that was willing to probably listen to you. But the only thing that they really like or that they were really interested in was maybe immigration. They're not racist. They might have their reasons. Or maybe it's just guns, right? They're not mass murderers. They might not even have an a um. They might not even have like um any of these automatic weapons, right? That visually terrify all of us. That's just one thing. Like people are one issue voters. Most people are, and it's sad that people forget that because they think that one vote encompasses all of the ideology that, that carries into the side that they voted on. And 
We just have to hold these people accountable. We have to. But we can't start demonizing and dehumanizing these people. Because you're going to go down a very bad road. What did I just see today? Somebody sent me something, and I actually couldn't believe it. What's her name? Alexandria... Alexandria Cortez, right? AOC. Or I guess we can't really call her AOC because she says that's disrespectful. Even though I think the day that she said that, Biden called out AOC. And so did a handful of other people. So it's okay if some people call her AOC, but not others. It's not really disrespectful. It's just kind of like, it ex just excludes some people. We just, we just can't, kind of can't know who in the moment. She put something out about how we need to track these people who supported the Trump campaign. Pretty much saying we need to know who these people are and kind of make a list for them for the sake of the future. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean you're not going to let people, what, work because they were working for someone? Like, that is striving on divisiveness, right? That is not allowing the, the easy handoff of power. We want to make lists of people who worked for him. How about lists for people that voted for him, right? Are we going to not let civilians get jobs or like do certain things because of their political votes. What is happening here? That's an, that is an extreme mind on a very important seat. You can't talk like that. But it works because I think she had what? 400,000 likes or something like that. So she's speaking to a certain type of person who froths at the mouth of this kind of stuff. And unfortunately it's a lot. It's too many. And I know that in the end, people just want to win, right? And whoever wins, you don't want to regret the means in which you got there. Because some of these things you're not going to be able to take back. And it's just madness, man. It's madness. This bullshit on fucking trying to use neuroscience as the foundation to why somebody fucking votes a certain way. Hey, how about looking at the evolution of it, right? There's no evolution to political parties, like an evolutionary mechanism in people, right? Where the very beginning it started with, what is it called? Oh, in uh, intentionalism, I don't know, something like that. Where the beginning was like, I need that fruit you hold me on your shoulders, I'm going to bend it, then you grab it, right? And then the more that you got people to do that same thing, it's a group intention. We've created an, an, an intention. And now as that expands, you start to have people within the tribe, hunter-gatherer, whatever you want to call it, start to have, ooh, start to have different ideas about, well, who gets the fruit and how do we get the fruit? Right? And when we were so much smaller as a society, when we kind of all, all we, groups of 20, groups of 50, we worried about how do we keep people alive? How, to, how do we progress our tribe? How do we protect our tribe? And 
all of these things encompass a more conservative and progressive side of thinking of things. You know, there's an evolutionary part of this which tells us that we need both. And to think that one side has expanded so much and inflated itself to a place where we can now discard the other side and the ideas on the other side. I mean, I don't know if that's just... I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Is that, is that a very high frequency game of manipulation down the streams into society so that power stays where it stays? You know? Or is it constantly taking in information and sharing information that creates a massive egotistical psychosis where you can't tell either side that they're wrong because they have the answer? It's, it's a very different time than when we had to figure this out in the mud, right? I think this is just, this is just, this has bothered me because it is a, it is a heavy time right now. And it's a, it's a, can be scary for a lot of people and everyone thinks they're right. And I'm fine with transferring power, right? We used to be fine with normal corruption. And then when this crazy guy came in, now we're all begging to go back to normal corruption because that's what's going to happen, right? Like, do we not understand some of these like legal laws that allow for all of these different things to happen, which I'm not going to get into, but you know, all of the avenues of just financial influences, they're still there. They're still there. But we're begging to go back to that now. It's fucking scary. And, you know, I'm trying to, and I'll end this with this, but it's like I'm trying to embrace this Buddhist idea of the beginner's mind. And I don't have a handle on it fully, but the skeletal version of it is Going into a situation, whether it's a situation that has con- that aims aims a contemplation towards an idea or yourself or something, with a mind that's been deconstructed and is now divorced from all of its conditioning, self-inflicted bias, and asks questions and ponders with a willing ignorance, so that. In the end, a sliver of truth arises from it. And I'm trying really hard to do this. 
and I can tell when I'm like not in the mood for it or when that's not going well, but I'm still trying. And it's hard to try that because as you do this, you're constantly questioning both sides. You're constantly questioning every, every crevice of the situation. And it, it, sometimes it's confusing to people. People don't like that. It's a hard place to start a conversation from because you look like you're coming from the opposition. You look like you're a fox from the side of the enemy, right? And I try not to play that game because it's fucking silly. I have convictions. I know what I believe in. I know what I want, but I see too many things that are questionable, right? Whether you're good or bad at reading people, whether you've seen patterns done before, whether you know politics or you don't know politics, you know, like everybody has a good radar for just what's real, what isn't real, what serves me, what doesn't serve me, what is the truth and what isn't the truth. And that's really what it comes down to. I'm trying to understand what could possibly be the real truth here. And the unfortunate part is that I don't know if it's possible, but if it is possible, whatever opposition doesn't want that truth to be, to be uncovered, they're going to make it so that no one knows it. And that's unfortunate. Because we all deserve the truth. If we all knew what it was, we would all stop going after each other, right? And then maybe we would direct our rage and anger and energy towards the people that actually really do deserve it. And instead I ponder if we're getting duped into this place where we're becoming the minions of people's incredible capability to hold power and sell you something while never giving it to you. And I don't like thinking in that way because it kind of brings on a little bit of an existential kind of like uh, nervousness to me that all of it is meaningless. Not life, but just that whole thing. You know, but um, I think there is meaning into it. I think it's just time to find a way to bring the power back to us, but, but we're never going to get that power. That power is there for us to have and to grab and to do what we will with it, but we're never going to get there. Ever. If we keep communicating to ourselves like this. If we keep telling each other that you're on kind of some idiotic spectrum, which justifies your bad thinking towards your beliefs. Some beliefs are good and some beliefs are bad. I know that. But if you don't give the time to maybe flirt with the idea 
of finding out where somebody might be coming from to then maybe be surprised that they came from the same place you might have come from I don't know we might all deserve what's kind of behind the next curtain and um, I don't know I, I don't know I hope when this comes out things have flattened out a little bit and if it hasn't I hope this doesn't add anxiety or stress to anybody but my only goal is to maybe allow us to connect with people that don't agree with us so that the next time around we can get together and do something for real and finally fight the fight that we were fucking all meant to have instead of being force-fed this idea of a two-party system because they're taking advantage of us knowing that we only have these choices and in the end we really don't we just don't think that we do so I don't know maybe by the time this gets out it's gonna be like the holidays so close to maybe Christmas so happy Christmas happy holiday Happy whatever the fuck you celebrate. I hope you're beautiful and happy and that Corona doesn't get in your way and that we can love each other. And let's just sit at the table and have some drinks and have some food, you know, and just remember each other like we were kids. Like we, when we never got caught up in this. And all we wanted to do was just make each other laugh, right? All right, guys, I'm sorry if this was long, but got to talk about it. I just, we, we just do. I do. You don't have to listen, but I got to talk about it. All right, love you.